Welcome to the Workplace Warrior Podcast, where we have people from around the world share with you their journey to expand human consciousness and bring evolution to our modern day workplace, where the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. And we are live. Thank you all for tuning in to the Workplace Warrior. So glad to have you all here and looking forward to bringing you a show that's going to be pretty amazing. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things that go on and take place in corporate America. And as you well heard, we're going to be talking about bringing human consciousness and bringing some evolution into a space that tends to you know, evolve a little bit slower than everything else, right? You know, corporate America tends to be the last to want to make change. And sometimes it's a little hard to make change. And Devin and I plan to kind of lead that charge, right? And and connect with other people. So we've got some pretty amazing guests coming on and we're really excited to have you guys join us in this journey and hear some of these workplace warriors come to the forefront and tell you a little bit about what they have going on, share with you what they're doing Uh, in today's modern workforce and how we can join forces together and move forward. I'm pretty excited, man. What about you, Devin? Yeah, me too. I'm pumped. And uh, yeah, just excited to look at all different perspectives on what's going on in today's workplace and bring some real, genuine, thorough change to it. So um, yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, man, it's going to be really cool. Um, I know one of the first ones we have going on, that we're going to be launching for you guys just as a little pre-teaser. Uh, the woman we spoke to won't reveal her name quite yet, but she was actually raised in a cult. And so it's really interesting to kind of hear her story, hear her perspective, because from there she went, you know, she was in a cult. She was raised. She went and uh, moved around from kind of country to country, ended up in the United States and Lo and behold, ended up in the military. And then from there, she gained some really good experience. And after that, she actually uh, is now doing organizational development, consulting. And her big thing is you can't spell, you know, culture without cult. And I know, Devin, you mentioned that, um, you know, you kind of brought her to the forefront. And I think you've seen her speak live, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen her speak uh, quite a few times and then she's got her own um, TEDx talk and things like that. So yeah, very popular topic that she brings forward. That's totally relevant to what we talk about because we're excited to bring forward all different kinds of workplace warriors. And, you know, she's a, a perfect example of that. But what I'm excited about is bringing all different types of workplace warriors onto the podcast. But yeah, no, she's, she's a pretty fantastic speaker um, and a great first guest for us to have for sure. Yeah, man. I know when we talked with her, she definitely brought the heat for sure. And then, uh, you know, speaking of perspective, she was able to kind of, you know, talk about different things from all different angles. And that's what I loved about just her conversation style and, you know, being able to look at things, you know, literally in the center. 
So I think it's going to be really cool for people to listen to and just hear that sheer perspective on not only her journey, but how that journey led her to her passion and her work today. I mean, I thought it was really, really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. She had a lot to say about culture and, uh, yeah, just a perfect good segue to start with. So what do you think about, uh, how the rest of this thing's going to go? What are the kind of guests you foresee having on this thing? Man, uh, we've got a, we've got a good lineup. I know you've got a, a whole page full and I've, I've been working on some myself. Um, I know as kind of, a some other teasers that we have going on, we've got some people coming from a more psychological perspective. So we've got some, uh, psychologists that are going to come on board and talk to us about navigating stress, managing emotions, how our subconscious can play a huge role into like what we bring into the workforce. And we're also working on um, talking to some pretty interesting global leaders in the HR space. Um, I know I've kind of been focusing a lot there and just really hearing that perspective because typically, you know, those are the people that are on the forefront on the human side of things. Um, But we've also got some really cool you know, employees and candidates coming up as well to be able to share, you know, kind of the other side of the coin and, you know, sharing, shedding some light on, you know, how the modern day hiring systems working, you know, what's involved, how much bias is involved, you know, how much smoke and mirrors we're seeing. And so kind of like we've, you know, mentioned before, we want to be as raw and authentic and honestly as straight up as possible, because I think that's a big problem you know, with corporate America, it's, it's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of smoking mirrors, a lot of things that, you know, you expect to be one way and then you get there and it's completely different. So I think that's what we really bring, you know, to this and how we can, you know, you know, bring this collective together and really, you know, push things forward because it actually allows us to be transparent with people. Yeah, we spend so much time at work. And uh, at least I know I have. I mean, I, I started working when I was 13 years old. Right. And um, yeah, I don't know. I was always hoping for work to be this place where you know, I could learn and grow and develop and be valued for my contribution. And it wasn't always that way. you know. So I think that's where my conviction came from and why something like this podcast was like a perfect natural extension. And then as I learned to talk to more people like you included, I just realized like there's still so much um, more pain than there needs to be associated with work when there could be so much more, you know, prosperity and joy and fun and stuff like that, that could be balanced with what we experience outside of work or we hope to experience outside of work too. But um, yeah, I know there's so much opportunity and potential for what work could be. And for far too long, far too many people have looked at it as like, they're like lifelong penance. You know, you just have to go to work just to like, make money and Mm -hmm. it's just supposed to be bad or something. And we just, we got to start to challenge that assumption. It doesn't have to be bad. You know, it really could be something good. It could be something positive in our lives. So that's what I'm excited to hopefully bring. Yeah, sure. We'll challenge the status quo. We'll um, ask tough questions. We'll talk about really kind of things on the perimeters and the peripherals. But at the end of the day, the hope or the goal here is that we plant some seeds with people who are listening, who have some kind of an influence over what happens at work. That could be, you know, recruiters, like I know uh, you are, everything in the talent acquisition space, or people who are people managers, like I have been most of my working life. Uh, even if you lead just a small team, I mean, you have that 
you own that experience that your team has. So, or whether it's all the way up to CEOs of small, medium, large companies, like we just hope to influence anyone in any position to be able to have some influence. And even sometimes, even if it's not people who have some kind of like power per se over the employee experience, even just people who are going to work each day can choose a different mindset or, you know, mm-hmm. find tools and tactics, hopefully that we'll be able to share through guests, through our own stories, uh, through own perspectives, where they can just better um, embrace what they're experiencing at work and see it as positive or tools to deal with the things that they're going through in different ways. But uh, yeah, now is the time where we can have some real, real change. Workforce yeah. is smaller than it's ever been before. Um, there's more access to information that there ever was before. Like this is that turning point time. I can see it happen in a lot of different places. I can see the pull for it happening in workplace and there's some, I don't know if it's resistance or what it is, but, uh, I think that's with any evolution or any change, there's always some pain that comes with that process. But, uh, we're hoping to meet that pain head on with every workplace warrior that we interview on this podcast and, help equip them, motivate them, inspire them, um, get them fired up to face that each and every single day. So yeah, I think there's a lot that's going to be learned through this. Um, and hopefully it sparks and inspires more people to do, to do more things like this, you know, in their everyday work lives. Well said brother. Um, you touched on a lot of important things and number one is just that ability to learn and want to learn, right. You know, even with our public school systems, we were kind of taught and forced and, crammed and memorized all this and regurgitated all this information, but yet, you know, it took the fun out of it. You know, I was at a, I was at a, uh, uh, speaking event this last past weekend and got to actually, you know, speaking on LinkedIn got to, you know, connect with some and people I had met on LinkedIn and got invited to their speaking event in person. They're from Wisconsin and they happen to be Uh, in North Carolina and Fayetteville. So I was like, wow, you know, the stars really aligned on that one. So it was a perfect opportunity for me to go down there and, um, you know, build a relate, continue building a relationship with them, take it offline. And they hit on that exactly. Like you mentioned, it's like learning needs to be fun. You know, it's a, and I'll probably make some dog references as time goes on. Right. And, And you'll hear about, you know, Devin and I were, We've kind of got some uh, different interests all over the place. You know, we we do a lot of things within culture and talent acquisition, but a little side passion hobby of mine is uh, I've been training dogs for pretty much my entire life, but, you know, I'd say seriously past five years or so, but just like training an animal, even a dog, it has to be fun. It has to be engaging. And then you look at people, it's the same thing. You know, we put these kids in these classroom for six, seven, eight hours a day, no recess, you know, crappy food and and bad energy and just the way things are taught. It's just not engaging. It's not interesting. So like you said, man, learning should be fun. It should be a challenge to our personal selves and our own consciousness and our own evolution and how we can get better as people. And like you mentioned, we want to bring that to the forefront across all you know, demographics and levels because you, it doesn't, you don't have to have a certain title to be a leader because a lot of leaders, you know, they're dictators. It doesn't necessarily make them a leader just because they have a few letters in front of their name or because they've, uh, you know, been at the company X amount of years. A true leader is somebody that leads with their examples, that leads with their actions. And they put the betterment of the group you know, sometimes before themselves, right? It's uh, it's it's like that image you see sometimes with uh, the pack of wolves and the, and the leaders actually at the back. You know, they're watching the pack and making sure everything's going correctly, and you know they're making sure that everything's going 
um, exactly as it should. They're not having to be at the front and get all the attention, the fame and the glory and the recognition. You know, that stuff comes later when it's actually earned. But a true leader is not out for that to begin with. They're actually looking for the betterment of their team, the betterment of their organization, the betterment, you know, of themselves and the ones around them that with the people looking up to them, regardless of, you know, if you're an entry level employee all the way up to a, a director and even owning your own company, you know, I've met, and I know you have too, a bunch of entrepreneurs or business owners that aren't the best leaders, you know, they know how to dictate and they may know how to push a product or sell, but it, they don't have to lead people and it takes a, a sixth sense. And uh, it's quite interesting to discuss and talk about. Um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. So you you hit on a lot of good topics, man. And uh, it's going to be a journey and I'm looking forward to it. We're going to grow together. Um, you know, you'll hear Devin and I talk and share, you know, some of our thoughts on the episodes. We're thinking about calling these episodes on the DL just because the D and the L yeah, it's pretty witty, right? Uh, but we're really going to try to add as much value as possible for everybody. And, you know, because we know time is limited sometimes, but we really want you to listen to the show on your way to work, get fired up and like really start making change. Stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for what's right and the right things will happen. You know, every journey begins with one step and you got to take that one step no matter you know, what adversity you may face. And so that's what we're about. That's what Workplace Warrior represents. And I know Devin and I are super passionate about it and uh, looking forward to the journey ahead, man, for sure. Yeah, me too. I think what uh, you just did a fantastic job of was describing what a Workplace Warrior is when you described what a leader is, which is someone who two things, right? You said in this latter part of what you just shared, there was um, someone who stands up for a certain ethic, right? Something they believe in, uh, they have a conviction, they have values, they have a mission that they're on. And that's the first kind of criteria of a workplace warrior that we see is someone that's really trying to do right by people in the work world, the business world, you know, the, our organizational life outside of our family life. Uh, the second piece is those who are doing, trying to do right by others through that ethic, right? Um, because we have people that have, I mean, I've seen plenty of people, like you mentioned, who have an ethic, but the ethic is money at all costs or mm-hmm. <laughs> something along those lines, you know what I mean? And, and oftentimes what that lends them to do is make decisions that are based on an ethic, but that sometimes have a detriment to people. And, um, you and I, I know, are very much about trying to do right by people, you know, trying to build community of people, trying to uplift people and really try to do more by people, right by people. And uh, so that's what I'm excited about. I mean, really, I see this as even beyond just a podcast. I mean, you see this as hopefully like a, a movement of people to start to get increasingly comfortable, confident um, and ready to push change forward every instance they see because this uh, change is so huge of a change, but it's really going to happen one conversation, one um, act at a time. And uh, if this podcast helps serve just one person to say like enough's enough or no, I'm sorry, I can't go along with this or that's not right or this is hurting other people or this is not okay by me, then it's done its job because it's actually helping to advance uh, like the intro said, human consciousness, which should be a thing that is the betterment of people, right? Making us think, broaden our thinking, broaden our scope of, of, of influence, um, broaden how we see ourselves in the community of this 
big human community, right? Um, but especially at those localized levels where we tend to spend all our time, which is work and family, you know, work and our community, whatever you call it. So, I mean, if we can, if we can have those two things be really, really healthy, God, I mean, we're changing the world. And that's a big deal. That gives me really pumped up and excited. So yeah, man, it's the ripple effect, right? You know, it's so many people have these large aspirations and want to impact these large groups, but you got to impact kind of what's right in front of you. And like you, you just said it, that's your community and that's your family. That's what's closest to home. And, you know, it, it, it takes time, you know, it takes a lot of effort. And like you said, this is not just a podcast. It's not some brand. We're not trying to brand ourselves. You rarely hear Devin and I talk about ourselves. You know, we'll share a little bit here on this entry uh, episode in just a moment. But, you know, for us, it's more about creating a platform. You know, we're in the age of platforms, right? So we want to give some of that pedestal. We want to like try to get underneath that soapbox and like hold it as high as we can, get everybody else to help us, you know, extend our arms out and, and, and hold these people above us. Because there's a lot of things and voices that need to be heard at all levels. And that's what's going to be really cool about this is like, you know, we have a high standard of who we want to talk to, but we really have no barrier of entry, if that makes sense. So, you know, everybody listening, just take a moment to think about that. Like, you know, we take pride in who we talk to and we take pride, you know, kind of who we give that that workplace warrior badge to. But we're not looking for, you know, a PhD. We're not looking for 20 years of experience. We're not looking for, you know, something that's just, you know, glorify, you know, sure, we're going to have big time names and authors and business owners and directors and things like that. But, you know, that's cool and all. But at the same time, too, this is a platform where we're going to serve and service our communities and our world like we see fit. And so that means that we're going to have quite a different demographic of people that's here to spit a little truth and bring a little uh, fire into the workplace. And uh, I think that's what's needed. Um, You know, we've gone on for far too long, dusting things under the rug or pulling the whole smoke and mirrors game or, you know, just being dishonest with people, man. It's just, it's got, I'm fed up, you know, I'm tired of it. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. And, we're going to bring some people that are like-minded and that's really our only credential, right? As long as you are making a move and, and showing that with your actions and not just all talk, you know, we can, we can talk to people that write books and do public speaking and do all these things. Right. But are they just doing that and that's it? Or are they actually in their communities? And so I love how you put that man. Are they actually out there making a difference or are they just saying, Oh, this is what we should do. You know, this is, how things should be done. Take these five easy steps to building your culture, man. That's not how it is. So before we go on and get too heated on this, we'll just do a uh, short little introduction about ourselves, kind of what we do while we do it, that type of deal. Um, and yeah, Devin, kick us off, man. Tell us a little, tell everybody that's listening a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. So I, um, I guess I came about this journey or what I tell everyone asks uh, about my coming to this place of, uh, being so passionate about, uh, culture, it was a lot of pain and a lot of you know, passion and natural kind of like eye for all things, culture and dynamics and group dynamics and things like that. But, um, I've always told people I've experienced a lot of really poor culture and leadership in my life. Uh, started out even growing up as a kid and adding, uh, leaders in my life who were, 
supposed to be looking out for me who didn't always. And, um, you know, not, I think, terrible, but just nothing that by the standard that I try to hold now uh, that I'm in a, a position as a parent and as a leader and manager. So started there. So I threw myself into work in an early age. Uh, I think I started working 13 or something like that, 13 years old. And was hoping to find something a little bit different there, maybe. And um, in a, uh, you know, workplace environment or entrepreneurial endeavor or whatever have you. And um, I don't know, I found a lot of the same. So I just, I was like perpetually disappointed. And um, I vowed that once I got into a position of management, authority, whatever have you, that I had some influence to make things different that I would. And um, so I did early at an early age, get into being in a position of leadership and management. And uh, I was actually in a military capacity, military school capacity. And um, I started down the road of wanting to be the charismatic, know-it-all, uh, be-it-all, kind of like superhuman type person, type leader. And started down that road for several years, even in branching off into the work world that way. And it just didn't serve well, you know, and it was really disconnected from people and caused actually more pain for others and for myself. And I just felt so disingenuous to myself. And so I started down a different path of leadership, uh, started studying leadership and management and culture because I was just so fascinated by this dynamic and um, wanted to build really effective teams that everyone enjoyed being on. And my journey led me to realizing that it was more about just being human, honestly, and human connection and about people and caring for our people. And so started going more increasingly down that road and um, just found much more fulfillment in the roles that I was in by really trying to do right by the people in my charge and uh, continued to study those topics um, through a master's degree and all that kind of stuff. And then through starting my own business and, and uh, coaching and consulting on these topics, actually internally to the organization I was in and then eventually doing it just completely um, of its own accord. So now I've been doing that for some time now and uh, I really absolutely love it to actually help kind of groups of people come together better to focus towards a common goal, see their stress levels reduce, see them, you know, more um, uh, seamlessly achieving the goals that they look to achieve, helping them to create environments for people where both the organization and the people within them can thrive. And that's just incredibly fulfilling to me because it's both working, playing to my genius of the work I, I like to do and I'm good at doing, but uh, also because I can see that impacts almost immediately. And um, as we you know, spend time with people and you're addressing mindsets and skill sets and whatever have you. So I address it typically three different ways. So first I start by helping leaders uh, of organizations and also um, other or subdivisions or whatever have you focus on clarity. Like, why are they there? I love Simon Sinek's clarity model. That's the one I use. Uh, why are we here? Starting there. And then talking about how we're going to achieve our why and then what the end result of that would look like, right? Our product or service. So I work on the clarity component with uh, leaders and teams. I work on leadership, actual development itself too. I wrote a book on the topic called Supermanager. I have an entire academy I call the Supermanager Academy that basically addresses all the skill sets and mindsets for what are needed for leaders today. So I bring that into organizations and then also help address kind of uh, team dynamics as well. So if an executive team or whatever level of team needs some support, improving their relationship as a whole. Um, I also help address that because I believe those are the three things that really, if you nurture those three things intentionally, 
um, create a culture within the organization, right? And ultimately lend to the relationship that people have within their organization. So yeah, I love doing that now. And this podcast to me was a natural extension of that culture work of trying to, you know, help people look at how they lead and uh, interact with each other at work a little bit differently. So that's my story. And, and uh, also father of two boys. And I hope that my work is able to help them mm-hmm. and a, a husband to a, an awesome wife who actually does all of the work on the family side of the house. Actually, it's kind of funny. We talk shop all the time and we do a lot of the same type of work. We're addressing and dealing with people's kind of thoughts and fears and values and things like that. Um, so yeah, she addresses kind of the family stuff. I address work stuff with people. And um, I hope her goal is that my boys, my work helps my boys to grow up in a world where they can go to work and be really, you know, valued and contribute and get to use their strengths and feel fulfilled and come home each day. Um, really, you know, being able to love their family that much more because they felt loved at work. So that's my hope or goal through my work. But uh, yeah, what about you, man? Hey, well said, man, setting the bar. And that's, that's what I like about you the most, man. You know, just us getting to know each other over time now and, you know, just a humble guy, man. And you, you, you walk the walk, but you, 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 you speak it and you live it and you do it. So it's like, you know, you've written a book, you've done a bunch of public speaking, but you're actually in the weeds doing the work and like leading by example. And that's probably the biggest thing I like about you, man. You know, just a humble dude. So setting the bar high on me. So, uh, with me, uh, my, I'll I'll take it back a little further, I guess, into starting out and just kind of preface the story. So I've lived an interesting mental health journey, um, growing up and things like that. And I won't get too in too much detail, but, um, going through those things and have been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive at a very early age, um, and having the mother that I did to have, uh, not just overly medicated me and throw me in the corner. They actually misdiagnosed with a few things prescribing the wrong medication, almost gave me a heart attack. And that's where she drew a line. and was like, look, we're not going this medication route. We're going to find a natural, you know, way of going about things and really just rewiring and retraining my mind to show that, you know, you're not your diagnosis. And so that's where my journey began. Uh, you know, did well in school, you know, always played sports, was super engaged and active, but like, you know, as time went on and I was able to grasp these things and, you know, she helped me get through these things on the back end, you know, things were not always perfect, right? You know, it may have seemed like that on the surface, but, um, there was still a lot of work to be done. And there was a time in my life where I had let go of that. And speaking of workplace cultures, um, you know, when I had worked at a few organizations, there was a few, you know, environments, particularly one that, uh, you know, just added fuel to the, the already going internal fire. That was not a good fire. It was not that passionate, um, driven fire. It was a more, uh, internal flame that needed to be extinguished. So, you know, that just, it made things worse and it just sent me in a spiral in this huge, huge depression, um, a few years back. And, you know, ever since then, that's really what motivated me, um, and starting to build that self-confidence and starting to realize, Hey, you know, if you've got something to share with the world and you've got an expertise and you do have that sixth sense and, you know, you've got some credibility and you've got some experience to back it, then, then go out in the world and provide that value because that sheer human connection is what's going to sell and market and showcase who you are as 
uh, a value proposition to their organization just as a human being. A lot of times, you know, we're so focused on the hard psychological sell or how we can manipulate people when my general approach has always been to be myself. And so as I've gained experience over the years, that has led me to some of my best relationships, partnerships, clients, all the above. Um, so from that, you know, experience and really seeing how awful a culture can can really be for you, especially, you know, if somebody does already have something going on, like you mentioned earlier, Devin, you know, we spend over a third of our day at work and it's, you know, a big part of our life and it affects our family, it affects our well-being. So um, that lit another fire within me, but a better fire this time. And I, I told myself, look, I'm going to study. I'm going to continue to grow, gain experience. And a few years ago, a couple years back, I you know started building this company. And <clears throat> today it's uh, grown and gotten to the point it's called Avalon. And so a lot of my work is done actually on the front end. You know, my experience was in talent acquisition. So I leveraged that and blended that in with the cultural aspects. So we focus a lot on, you know, the recruitment process, how we're actually targeting and strategically and consciously, you know, knowing what we're looking for, having that, you know, that culture actually understood and not it just be some writing on the wall, you know, literally, but it's actually something that, you know, leadership believes in, the owners believe in, and something that they want, you know, employees to represent and drive forward to not only their customers, but to other internal employees and really build that camaraderie and that family and that mentality that, hey, we are all in this together and this is fun and this is enjoyable. Let's get our work done and let's enjoy it. Because like you said earlier, it's, it's something that can be enjoyed. So we focus, focus a lot on that, you know, targeting that. Um, we have a lot of proprietary things that remove conscious and subconscious bias. So I'm real big on that, making sure that the process solely is, um, you know, fair and, you know, as, as perfect as we all may think we are, we are all guilty, guilty at times of, you know, having that Freudian slip, right, or something, you know, coming into our mind that we may not necessarily know at a conscious level. So having those tools and systems in place to just go into the process, um, that actually, you know, helps. Um, and then from there, you know, really just understanding, you know, from that recruitment process, how we can transition thoroughly, how we can take that, you know, candidate and showcase the culture and be honest about it and not lie and not say, Hey, you're going to work 40 hours and end up working 60 or say, Hey, this is, you have work-life balance. So, Hey, this is what you're going to do. And you completely get in there within three months. You are like, wow, they completely lied to me. You know, talking about a start to a bad relationship. It's like getting in a date with somebody and a couple months in the person's already lying to you. And, you know, are you going to stay in that long-term, you know, and that's, what's different about work. These people are paying, you know, for your, it's the new natural selection, right? It's how you earn your money and put food on the table for your family. So once that's kind of ingrained, we know we really take it from there and, you know, focus on the onboarding piece, really making sure that that's thorough and in place and making sure the HR talent acquisition is communicating effectively to the line managers and the, you know, the, the hiring managers or the direct managers and vice versa, because there's a lot of things that can go on there that really go wrong. Uh, so we nail that, that down uh, with the communication and making sure everything that is thorough there. And from there, we do some uh, retention and development work. So how can we add value to these people that just joined our organization and show, like, hey, like we hired you for a reason? And not only that, but, you know, we want you to stay. Right. Same thing with a relationship. We, we you know, we're dating you for a reason and we want this to be long term. 
If it's not going to be long term, make it a contract. Let's be transparent or either say, hey, look, you know, we're only looking for this period of service. And we understand if you outgrow this position and organization, but we hope you enjoy your time here while you're here. So really nailing that down, how we can um, add value. And it's not just personal development, right? But it's how we can challenge people. It's how we can get them to learn. It's how we can, um, you know, pour in their de- to their cup and, you know, really just create an environment that we are truly investing. And it's not just something as simple as a ping pong table in the corner for people to go or a snack bar. It's really saying, Hey, this is what we have in store for you, but also let's sit down and get to know each other. You know, let's be human at the end of the day and say, Hey, well, you know, what are your interests? What motivates you? Cause everybody's different. It's just like school. We try to approach these systems and processes as much as it, those words are thrown around. It's so blanketed. Everybody's got to be on the same quota or on the same trajectory or on the same path. And, um, you know, and you're told that you won't have a voice until you receive, you know, a certain amount of credentials or achievements and things like that. But everybody that should come into an organization has a moment, has a voice the moment they start. So, Without going that down that rabbit hole too much, that's a little bit about what I do. Um, do a lot of consulting around that. Still do some traditional like talent acquisition um, and recruitment for companies that need it. Um, and from there, just strategically trying to you know build that up. And I've actually got some cool partners, um, lady named Terry Reeves. We're actually doing some things with her company and Empower Health, and doing some things incorporating that actual, that conscious awareness piece, that mindfulness piece. And I won't throw too many spoilers out around that, but uh, stay tuned for some of that, some really cool work and projects, um, retreats that we have coming up and a lot of cool stuff. So really looking forward to it. And uh, thank you all so much for, you know, hopping on here and listen, Devin and I chat a little bit and allowing us to share a little bit about ourselves and really just understanding what this show is about, right? Because if you're going to invest an hour, hour and a half, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long you listen to the shows or however long the shows are of your time into listening to us talk, we hope that you gain something from it. We hope that we pour into your life and we hope that you honestly we get you fired up. We want you going into work. We want you going into life saying, you know what? I do have value. I do have something to offer. And today's the day I'm going to begin that journey because like we like to say here is that you know, every warrior has a journey and it all starts in a certain direction. So we're really looking forward to that, really looking forward to hearing the stories and the tales um, that people are going to come up here and share with us and really just learn. You know, that's really an awesome way, an excuse for Devin and I just to talk to really cool people and learn. And so we want to bring that to the forefront for you guys. So you can learn right here with us. And so there's going to be things we don't know. There's going to be things we don't uh, do know. There's going to be a lot of questions and it's going to be a lot of fun. So we thank you for your time. And um, yeah, Devin, if you got anything last to say, man, we're going to say peace out to everyone listening and, you know, get ready to launch and have some amazing guests coming up. Yeah, no, nothing else. Well, well put Lee. Yeah. Just uh, excited to go on this journey with you and everyone else who decides to come along with us and, really try to build as many workplace warriors as we humanly possibly can to try to change this thing that we call work from a, a, a bad word, a four letter word to, to something much, much better mm-hmm. than that. So yeah, excited for it. Thank you all so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to the workplace warrior. And we look forward to having you back here with us very soon. Take care. <laughs>